let's uh, let's restart from the beginning. <laughs> We're live, Pep. <laughs> what? Every sports fan has an opinion. Well, these are ours. Ours. Welcome to Brock and Pep's unsportsmanlike convo. And here are your hosts, Brock Fleming and Pep Cariotti. <laughs> Showing off the merch. I like nice. it. Uh, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Brock. I'm joined by in-house <laughs> by co-host P-Dog, Pep Cariotti. We uh, just finished a Facebook Live interview with a Sean Ventura uh, to talk about uh, how we started this. And, uh, you know, actually, he gave us some pretty good advice as well. For sure. Um, moving forward. And, um, you know, the Facebook Live, it's video, and it kind of gave us a little bit of a, a taste of the video aspect of it. Clearly, this is not prepared. My beard has not been trimmed in a few weeks. I'm putting a hat on. The Laker jersey is not mine. That's mine. Pep changed so he can have a, a UC t-shirt on during it. Um, so our setup is not great for video at this point. Speaking of. Yeah, we got a few of these uh, raglins left, a couple of t-shirts left as well. So those are looking to, uh, you know, fancy it up as the patios in Ottawa start opening up and you want to support it and wear that out. And, and How much really, are these again? Uh, I think those are 40 bucks. Those are 40 t-shirts that Pep's wearing. I think we're at 25. Anyway, we got a couple left. They're nice. And we'll, uh, once those are gone, we'll start another run. Uh, Thanks, Nader. Yeah, shout out to Nad Sports. A shout out to uh, Mike Herzog, who actually made that little block of wood that's underneath your microphone there. And, uh, and that as well. And the coasters. That was the original logo that, sort of, that he kind of made on a whim. And, that's uh, right. You know, it was nothing official. Now, of course, of course, you took it and branded it and got it official. But that's the, he actually just made that up. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, sports. Uh, we're still in a holding pattern, waiting for things to get going. You know, there's been some delays now in the NBA with players expressing their concern about their safety, really. And, you know, rightfully so. The MLB is a disaster. We'll talk about that. Uh, hockey seems to be making progress. Now they're just determining sort of a venue at this point where they're going to do it. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's almost it's mid-June. You know, are we talking hockey in mid-June restarting even? Is hockey weird. more likely to go because of the glass acting as a natural sneeze guard? <laughs> That's right, being at the uh, cold cut section of Love uh, Love. I was in Costco, yeah. And some guy's there and he's looking at me because he knows I'm looking at him going like, Oh, no, I no. don't get it, but he's got like not the mask, but he's got glasses, but he's got the full like sneeze guard shield that kind of wraps his face or whatever that that goes. And but did uh, it, does it cover his like? Does it is there is it open air underneath? His oh yeah, chin? it's open air underneath. I don't. His chin. Those are what that just doesn't that doesn't cut it for me. You know what? And I I know the look I was giving, and I wasn't conscious of it, <laughs> but I, I caught myself because he made eye contact with me, and his reaction told me that I had a resting bitch face look on my face, looking right at him like, you're a twat. And he... We're going to censor that one? Maybe we're not cut out for video or live whatsoever. 
I'm sure we'll, we could find some sort of funny horn to play for that word. Anyway, okay. I, I'm not look. Yeah, the, as far as masks in public and all that, I, I'm I'm just following the guidelines, the public health guidelines. Personally, I mean, I don't. If you choose not to wear one, I trust that you have no symptoms. Even still, if you're asymptomatic, I mean, it's how are you going to know if you even have the virus? So tricky business, but you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, we're not uh, whatever. We're not medical no, God, experts. No. We're not going to do it. I've heard Good things Lord, now no. where they say people who are asymptomatic can't aren't contagious. Mm-hmm. So um, it is what it is. I got a bottle of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. the size of a forty at Jack. <laughs> uh, would probably do the same thing <laughs> if you drank exactly. <laughs> anyway, we got that. Uh, we're we're covered. But look, the, we're talking covid and sports still we're you know we talk about uh, we mentioned this on the last show the last interview with sean ventura about you know ezekiel ezekiel elliott being uh, testing positive, positive for covid and then all of a sudden because the houston texans and dallas cowboys are in, in or around the same venue uh, there's concern that this could spread that, that this is how quickly this virus spreads so you know there are major concerns in these sports who are playing planning comebacks and I mean, we're getting we're getting late in the game for hockey. Personally, basketball I could see, but hockey it just it doesn't make when it's thirty five degrees. Are we really going to care? We did you in two thousand seven when the Sens were in the Stanley Cup Finals, right? Because uh, I remember it was it was it was hot. It was different to go. I mean, shoot, I was working at the restaurant at the rink, and to go there in shorts and a t shirt for a hockey game and the crowd being outside in thirty summer getup. Was was a lot of fun. Wild. Yeah. Anyway. Wild. Anyways, we do have some sports uh, topics to discuss on our famous, world-famous version of... No, this is the wrong one. Again, I don't have to That's not headline. <laughs> it is, but we, we paid to have somebody do it. Headlines with Brock and Pep. See, it's the Superman one. And I okay. always forget. It's Got the Superman it. one. I don't have to say anything. That's what we paid for. All right, headlines. Oh, the second sound, second sound bite. EA Sports. It's in the game. Uh, you know how many times I've heard that over this pandemic? Because I've been playing way more video games than I'm used to playing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid with my Sega, because EA Sports didn't do anything for Nintendo, the original Nintendo. So Sega was the next gen for me. EA Sports was the thing. You know, the NBA Live 95, uh, NHL Hockey, uh, well, NHL 94 is still, to this day, rated the best hockey game in history just because of its simplicity and, and fun and the way, it's, the way it handles. The way you cheat the system, like the come out of the corners. Yeah, yeah I get it. it's, ton- right. oh, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, perfect. And then you got, uh, you know, the, I think they made a baseball game, but EA Sports, you know, was the, the brand for sports games, video games. So uh, I, the reason why I'm talking about this even is because uh, Lamar Jackson is on the cover of Madden this year. And uh, it's that Madden curse, you know. You're are you super- loving it. Are you superstitious, Brock, when it comes to that? Uh, I mean, it's so silly to bring up even, but it's, it's, it's no. a legit thing. I mean, guys, guys who are on the Madden cover feel the pressure. Forget the curse of getting hurt. Just they feel the pressure, you know. And, he, you know, Lamar Jackson had an all-world season last year in an offense built around him perfectly. They lost Hayden Hurst. 
And their offense was predicated around those three tight ends and running the ball. They ran the ball, and they drafted the, the kid from Ohio State this year. So they're all they're set, ready to rumble, set to go. But do we see a dip in Lamar Jackson's uh, overall productivity with the with the pressure that's going to be on him now? Because they're probably the heavy favorites in the AFC this year, next to the Chiefs. Um, there's pressure that comes with this. Anyway, yes. Anyway, you slice it. I guess. I mean. I don't know if it's as much pressure as it used to be. Like you're on the cover of Madden, it's just an advertising thing. It's not a, it's not as big a deal I think as it used to be because it's just been so many years of it. So I mean, Peyton Hillis was on the cover of Madden at one point, right? So let's, yeah, let's put that into perspective. Good point. Um, any pressure is just going to be from an internal organizational thing, and the, the fact they choose Madden players based on people who have had good seasons, who have or are predicted to do well the next season. That's why they choose them. Um, yeah, I think the pressure has nothing to do with that actual cover. Like, wasn't Mahomes on it last year? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and he Mahomes, you know, I think he, he probably uh, did all right. I think he did okay. Uh, so, no, I don't uh, No, I don't buy into it. When you were younger, when I, I say specifically when you were younger, because right now I think you play exclusively with your pals online and stuff when you do play. Uh, but did you prefer to play against a computer or a friend when you were a kid? Oh, 100% a friend. A f- oh, yeah? 100%. Yeah, because you can't trash talk a computer. You can't, like, blow them out and then have the same excitement of, of trash talking and the same satisfaction. Yeah, that go- but that, you know, yes. Uh, I, I remember my, my brother might kill me by telling him this story, but it's a short, quick story. We used to play Jordan versus Bird on the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as simple gets. It's one on one. It's not teams. And Bird shot threes, and Jordan dunked. And I always used to take Jordan, and he would take Bird. And Bird was a little better in the game because you know three points is worth more than two. So, but uh, I used to win. Um, and I think you know it was one of those things where I was younger. My brother's got eight and a half years on me, so he'd always beat me. But it's like you know that one moment where you finally beat the big brother. He. Um, he got uh, he got a little upset, not at me. He wasn't direct, directing anything towards me. Just just angry, and he uh, he did the old uh, Chuck Norris kick into the wall and put his foot through the wall. And then um, of course my mom came down and uh, said, "What did I do to get your bigger brother upset?" I said, "What? I just beat him at a video game, mom. He put a hole through the window." And she's like, "Well, now he's upset." And I'm twelve. He's nineteen. Like I. <laughs> You know, Ma, yeah. I destroyed him. I killed him, Mom. It was great. Well, I, I my brother and I had that too. The same sort of rivalry, but until one player uses those Nintendo remotes with the yeah. long cord, like a, one of those, I don't even know if it's a nunchuck or what you want to call it, where you just whip it around and uh. smack somebody, then <laughs> when the, the video game becomes a weapon, then you've really got under their skin. Kurt's pretty excitable. Eh? He gets like Excite Bike level 20 when it's, uh, <laughs> he gets all pumped up. Anyway, yeah. um, okay, moving on. More than eight owners have expressed their uh, opinion when it comes to whether MLB should have a season this year. Their opinion, at least eight owners, I should say, uh, is simply they don't want a they don't want a season this year. They're too much mo- they're they're going to lose too much money with no fans in the stadiums. Um, obviously, the the players want one hundred percent of their salary at 70, 70 games, which is less than fifty percent of the games. So, like, what do you think 
Should the owners just go ahead and take the loss for the sake of the fans? Because baseball is one of those sports that can't really handle any more lockouts or um, or, or these delays in play. They can't. They're, the sport isn't strong enough. They don't have a strong enough fan base to to survive these anymore. Like they, 94 almost killed the sport. Yeah, that lockout when the Expos had a, a really great team. Yeah, convenient. Right? Um, but the sport almost died. And, you know, Mark McGuire and Sosa were a big reason it didn't. What do you think should happen this year? Should they, I mean, baseball is the one sport I thought that could actually make their, uh, make some headway with this virus because it's, it's by nature socially distant. You know, you're not close to anybody. You can adjust the rules to have tag plays at each base so that there's not that, uh, not that much contact. But I mean, in the field, really at the, at the most you're tagging somebody with a glove. Yeah. I mean, logistically speaking, baseball could accommodate the new rules and regulations to limit the spread of the disease. Yes. More more than any other sport. Probably. NASCAR, you keep pretty, pretty distant, I guess, even uh, from a golf standpoint, like some of those where you're really not interacting with, Anybody else? I mean, yeah, but I get, yes. But those are individual sports, right? Like tennis and NASCAR and golf, it's you versus somebody else, and you're not having to really commiserate with anybody if in golf maybe you're caddy. But, you know, like in terms of team sports, baseball really had it set. Okay, yeah, baseball is a team sport, but it's also people argue that it's just a bunch of individual sports sort of at the same time. Um, I could see that. Yeah, I could see. I could understand why. You know, you got a pitcher versus a batter, but right. in the field, it's you have to work as a unit. But regardless, yes, yeah, they can they can take the proper steps. I think for sure. But also, I don't think it's at the same level as some of the other lockouts and stuff they have to worry about because of the situation the whole world's in. It's not just uh, baseball players are being uh, greedy with the money and the or the owners are locking them out. Like it's not a dispute in that typical traditional sense where there's other sports and those other people those fans like you know what screw baseball i'm gonna go watch football i'll watch basketball i'll do something else there is nothing else right so i think you know sports in general i would support not participating in a season if it is in the best interest of the health overall health of the world population and from a baseball standpoint if you can't come together that's you know more indication as to maybe it's best to say, you know what, let's just chalk it up as a, a loss, lack thereof, and uh, for lack of a better term, I mean, and say, let's move on to, to next year. I appreciate I could appreciate that. I appreciate that, that statement. It's a safe statement. It's uh, an honest one. I just thought, personally, baseball, out of all the sports, had a real opportunity to create, basically seize, seize the market. The sporting market, the world, all eyes would be on on professional baseball. You know, every other sport is really going to struggle. Uh, you know, we're seeing this in football. Even the season hasn't even started. The you know training camps with uh, with the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. I keep I can't say his first name for you. Don't me. want to, but anyway. But yeah, yeah but uh, he's been tested positive for COVID nineteen, and uh, apparently there's some Houston Texans who are also testing positive, but they haven't released yeah. the names yet. So. You know, baseball really had an opportunity here. Every and, sport is saying that exact same thing. Hockey's the same thing where you say, okay, they're trying to get back to a tournament. They have an opportunity here to maybe increase 
viewership in the States because if they get up before NBA and MLB and NFL, then that's something that people who would not normally gravitate towards might grasp onto and, and appreciate that game. There's an opportunity, and that's why they keep looking at this. It's not it, that's I think their primary goal is to say there's an opportunity here, and especially if they're creative with some sort of uh, format that makes it really exciting, then they can grasp and maybe grab new viewership by being out there is it the best in terms of the health thing we're not sure yet but from a baseball standpoint i've always said that i thought there's too many games and if you're talking if owners are actually saying like there's no money in baseball you know open your books but you can't when i look at baseball I'm like you can't be making money every single game you guys host because you're doing them at two in the afternoon three in the afternoon and there's maybe 40% of the fans in there. So at some point, you're going to be losing it. Why wouldn't you even look at shortening the season and say, look, at least the games we have count, matter, and the stadiums are full when we get to that opportunity. But for now, I think it's just a, it's kind of a moot point. Uh, and we talk about, and we can go really in depth in baseball when we talk about the effects of shortening a season on the pitching staff, whether you need a five-man rotation or you can just go with four guys when there's only 75 games you don't need to roll out a guy every five games or he's only going to have 10 starts. Like just the whole thing is really. Imagine the money you're paying some of those starters and you say, you know what? I got, I got five starts out of them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a whole other topic, but anyway, um, moving on tennis again, uh, you know, individual sport. Uh, the U S open was given the okay by the New York governor to actually go ahead and play without fans. Uh, there's a lot of people that feel, Arthur Ashe Stadium. I think Wimbledon would just be starting now and usually goes Wimbledon and they end the summer season with the U.S. Open. That's exciting because tennis, while while you're actually watching, is pretty quiet. So it's not like there's a fan participation while tennis happens. Again, there's going to be a, a health risk involved, but uh, that's exciting. No, tennis? No. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Okay. I love tennis, watching I, tennis, but... Unless uh, it's Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi, I haven't gotten into it yet. Or I'll watch the Canadians. Uh, uh, Ronick. Um, yes, yes. Ronick. Milos. There's Milos Ronick, and then there's uh, there's two other young guys. Shapovalov is Shapovalov. Yeah, reminds me of Mark uh, Magna. It looks just like him. There's another guy, another kid too. I but the name slips my mind. But they're Canada's French guy. It's like Jean Pierre or something. Or some. Yes. Anyway, we are well represented in in uh, men's tennis and women's tennis actually too. There's some there's some really young great Canadian players, but. yeah, I'm, I'm, a, watch. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of no, uh, Novak Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer because they've been so good for what seems to be 20 years. It's the fact that Federer is still ranked one, two after 20 years is he's he's the LeBron James of tennis. So anyway, uh, within the greatest s- of all time, Roger Federer. <laughs> all right, all you right. heard it right here. I heard it. Right, you heard, heard it right here. I don't oh, have here the, we go. I gotta, you didn't I have gotta, the horn. Uh, I probably. <laughs> Nice. All right. Sabres fired their GM today. Uh, you know, we've heard of, about Jack Eichel wanting out. Uh, they can't attract fans. Even when they were winning early in the season, they were filling their filling their uh, their barn about halfway. You know, what's next for a franchise like Buffalo? The city itself. I've uh, driven through Buffalo, but I've actually never been to Buffalo. Um, boring. Nightlife isn't very good. I don't know. I'm asking you. I've never been. Yeah, how do you how do you keep star players in Buffalo? Yeah, 
you start a protest, a riot <laughs> that has nothing to do, no race, no nothing, just a riot to through Buffalo, have it destroyed, build somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> It's that bad? In Buffalo, we've, I've gone to Buffalo Bills games. I've gone to <laughs> Pearl Jam concerts in Buffalo. Okay. I've gone to, and every single time, what you do is you spend it in Niagara Falls and drive over for the event itself, and then you get out. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo, the arena in Buffalo is, is uh, always ranks top 10 in the NHL, so they built themselves a beautiful arena. But yeah, I, The arena does look pretty nice not, from the outside. Nothing, I mean, nothing around... Uh, no, no nightlife, no... No. Uh, Ask Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> oh, wow. Eugene Melnick uh, was ranked uh, one of the most unpopular owners in sports. They didn't use the word hated or this unpopular. Oh, yeah? Um, how do you feel about the crap that Melnick takes in this city? Uh, I mean, he took more from the city than, uh, than he gave, I think. He's got somebody's liver or kidney... And, uh, I mean, I, I never hear, <laughs> I've never in a million years heard a, a team called the Ottawa Senators cut ties with the Senators Foundation. Like, how do you do that? I don't even know the logistics behind it. Is that not a foundation made specifically to be... In conjunction with the senator, uh, well, team. from what I understand, the foundation will continue. They just have to rename it or yeah, rebrand exactly. it. I but, get it. But wouldn't you want to be attached to that? Hundred like percent. How it probably doesn't cost them anything. I, it would. I'm sure there was some sort of stipulation where at, at every home game, uh, a dollar of every hot dog goes to the foundation or something, something like that. That it's um, minimal at your minimal at when when it comes to your bottom line, but. You know the your the optics of of the team uh, within the community are great. Like you're supporting whatever the foundation supports. It's probably a multitude of things. I thought that was really bizarre when that came out last week or the week before that. That Whose they were decision was it? Was it Melnick's or was it? It was the Senators' decision. Ottawa, the franchise. Yeah. So they pulled out of the agreement. I, I, that was very peculiar. I'd be very interested to know a little bit more. I may be able to find out a little bit more considering where I work. But uh, stay tuned. Ooh. Yeah, stay tuned. We, got a, we don't have he's a, got a case he's on now. <laughs> I'm on the case. Uh, Trudeau said Canada is okay with hosting teams for hockey if health officials give the thumbs up. You know, does it matter if there's no fans where these games are played? Uh, that's like, a great question. Like, what does it yeah, matter? Yeah, it does matter to a point, especially from, let's say, a time zone uh, consideration. Okay. So if you're if you're in San Jose doing them all out there, then you know does that screw the East Coast, which has a, a very large viewership of hockey and probably is larger than the West Coast? I think that comes into play. Um, that's I, honestly from a, a TV standpoint and watching on TV, I don't think it does matter. Um, I think there is something to having it in Canada because of the love of the sport in our country. For sure. Um, we've, we've got some beautiful cities, right? There's some nice cities that can, that can accommodate uh, however they want to organize this, whether it's going to be seven or eight teams coming in one time zone to play their games. But uh, Yeah, I, uh, ultimately, the, from the product standpoint, I don't, uh, I don't think it makes that big of a difference. No. 
but uh, it'd be nice to have it in Canada, although we're ha- our cities are having some issues, GTA in Montreal and stuff like that, about the spread, so it may not be ready for But anyway. Well, stay vigilant, Ottawa, because we're doing really well in the hospitals. Uh, they're not overwhelmed. The, the virus appears to be relatively under control, but, you know, it's one of those things that can just uh, turn on you. So let's stay, stay on top of things. What are the odds of... Uh, these three teams, which one of these three teams do you think are going to make the NBA Finals? Looks like the NBA is going to come back in the East between the Raptors, Celts, and Bucks. Who do you think makes this, the, who represents the East in the Finals? Raptors, baby! Woo! Woo! All right, don't sleep on the Raptors, folks. I know people talk about how good the Bucks are, and they are. And the Celtics are t- just a gritty team. I, don't, I would not want to face the Celtics, or the Pacers for that matter, but the Raptors, man, they... If Kawhi did one thing while he was there, aside from winning a championship, is he taught Siakam and Van Vliet how to play big time in big moments. They learned from him how to score when you need a bucket in a half-court, slow-paced game. And then you still got Lowry, you know, and you got OG, who uh, who is a great defender. You got... Terrence Davis III, who before the season started, I saw him in preseason in the first couple of games. I said to Brock, I said to you, Brock, I said, this kid said to me, this kid is going to be good. So uh, Raptors, I'm going Raptors. In the West, uh, between this, these are just, again, ran, there's more teams right. in the playoffs. I'm picking the top three of each division. Lakers, Clippers, or Nuggets, who, who makes the finals in the West? Uh, I think I chose Lakers and... Trying to think of what I did. I don't want to. Con- I don't want to be contradictory to my earlier basketball podcast. Well, we've had, seen enough season. That you're allowed to. Cho- you're allowed to switch your opinion. You've seen enough season. Uh, I think I probably took Clippers. I, I'm, I want Lakers and Raptors in the final. Could you imagine? Wow, the best in America versus the best in Canada. I I want to see an NBA return to um, Vancouver. They're they are talking. They were talking expansion. Vancouver was a city that was brought up and i would love to see basketball return to vancouver the grizzlies does i don't know are grizzlies a big in Van- i gotta understand how they came up with the name even and grizzly bear it's probably big at bc i don't know yeah big grizzly bear population out there in bc i would assume so okay well maybe they could never take the been gri- I, I think apparently there's grizzlies in memphis so um yeah maybe they can swap names like the hornets did with uh, new orleans that was big is a big country what was the guy's name reeves they did a 30 for 30 on him he was he's been in isolation for like the last decade just working on a farm did you see that no i'm trying to get his mustache yeah, sports thing going. A little bit better. He's a piece of work, man. He's actually that was a it was a really good piece. Uh, Someone who worked for Sportsnet was a lifelong Grizzlies fan and always loved Bryant Reeves and tried to track him down. He was almost impossible to find, but he agreed to do an interview with Sportsnet, which was really cool. But uh, you should look it up. It's a really good, really good sign. I want to end off the show with uh, two questions. Mike Gundy, his interview yesterday. I, the whole thing's a little bizarre. Uh, Mike Gundy, as you know, coaches Oklahoma State Cowboys in uh, NCAA football. Uh, was seen in. A, I'm a man. I'm forty. That's the that's, that's the, the clip. Um, wearing a T-shirt with the uh, OAN logo on it. That's a very right wing uh, news news channel. That's I'm not I, look. I'm not here to debate whether they're right or wrong or this and that and the other. But you know they've said. St- asinine things like black lives matter is just a farce um they've said a couple other things we're just not even going to go there just ridiculous anyway he was wearing a shirt in support of the of that channel or it was just a t-shirt that he put on because his la- he had no laundry either way he was wearing the shirt 
in a photo op. Uh, Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, Chuba. It's Chuba, eh? The guy on uh, TSN called him Chuba, and I thought, no, Brock calls him Chuba. So it's Chuba Hubbard, who's the all-world all running back for them. Canadian. Canadian. Yep, out of uh, out west. Yeah, great player. Uh, took offense, and a lot of his teammates took offense. So Mike Gundy did some damage control and did sort of a really bizarre live apology, would you even call it? I no, he didn't apologize. What, do you, what, do you, like, what would you call what, what that was yesterday, an interview? Um, it was a statement um, that tried to portray that his locker room was fine. Um, Chubba tweeted, obviously, something about I'm not going to be participating in any Oklahoma uh, state-sanctioned uh, anything until... I don't even know what he said, if it was, he wanted an apology or not, but he ended up doing this video with Coach Gundy uh, where Gundy was basically like, you know, I dressed it with some team members and, uh, you know, we're, we're up to, we, there's a couple things need to change and we're going to be uh, better things to come or something like that. It wasn't an apology by any means. Uh, and then he looked over to Chuba, who was on his left and, uh, Arms coach, folded, body language is yeah. just like coach. Let his uh, mullet fly around a bit there, and then uh, yeah, Chubba just and Chubba's first thing is he apologized for how he went about it. Yeah, he apologized that he he tweeted it out. He shouldn't have done that. He should have been a man and approached coach directly. Um, so he apologized for that, and uh, and then they did some like really awkward, you know. Uh, bro handshake kind of thing stuff you do with like your your teammates and people like you actually like like but you could tell that yeah hubbard wasn't quite into it but they did it and yeah um and that was it yeah and uh i gotta say it uh wasn't the best visual yeah relationship i guess that you know i've seen in a while yeah that's exactly how i felt it was like Oh, this looks strained. Something is off here. I'm not. I'm going to reserve judgment until actually. Well, it's supposedly said and done. But I think uh, I'd I, I never really liked Mike Gundy. I never liked that whole "I'm a man. I'm 40." Like it's not about you. It's about whatever. It's about an article. Newspaper. In his defense of that actual thing, he was defending a player. He was defending a player who yeah. was taking heat from the media, and they, he was like, "These guys are kids. Like, I'm a man. Come, you know, you want to take shots? Take shots at me, but not those guys." So, okay, I can respect some of that, but um, this thing here, from where his stance is, I think is fairly clear. Um, again, he generalizing, but you got a mullet. You're wearing the OAN shirt. Uh, you're in some, you know, whatever. You're not apologizing for your actions. You're kind of beating around the bush. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't scream to me somebody who is uh, uh, on board. No. And in this day and age, you do you got to do your homework with what with these t- types of things, you know. And you're representing a, a news channel that that uh, may not jive with your teammates or your or your sorry your your players. It just just do your homework. Do your homework. I got one last question for you, Brock, and then we're gonna head on out. Beauty. Um, it's real simple. Out of these two teams, which one of these teams was the best team to not win a championship? The 1990s Bills or the 2000 Suns? And before you answer that, I could have put a million teams in this, but they actually won championships. For example, the, uh, for example, as I draw a blank, for example, LeBron's Cleveland Cavaliers. They actually ended up winning a championship in his second 
uh, version, and they were a much better team with Love and, and Irving than they were with uh, that first rendition with uh, Zadrunas Logowskis and Larry Hughes, who uh, Sean Ventura had mentioned uh, in our first podcast here. That's but right. the Phoenix Suns were uh, an amazing team with Steve Nash when they had Marion Nash and Stoudemire in their prime for about five years after Shaq left. The Suns were money in the bank. Uh, which one of those teams uh, was the better team to not win a championship? Uh, I think I go with the Bills. The Bills? Yeah. The Bills, I still to this day don't really know how they didn't win a Super Bowl. Uh, like the talent they had all across the board, wow. really, was phenomenal. And I think that, uh, you know, it was just. <laughs> we could do a podcast luck, on the Bills. But. Um, I mean, yeah. At first, when you were asking me the question, I thought you were talking about teams that broke my heart as a kid, and the Bills <laughs> being one of them, and then the Phoenix team. But it wasn't from; it was from Phoenix in '96 yeah. or '98 or whatever um, that broke my heart. At that point, I still would have chosen the Bills over those two those two teams. But uh, and I say Phoenix, I say the Suns of the 2000s because they had a stretch of about five, six years where they won 50, 60 games. Barkley's Suns really only lasted two to three years, and then he moved on to Houston. His the better his better years were with uh, with Philadelphia. But yeah, yeah um, I, I would choose the Bills too, only because and they Bill should have won that first that first year when they lost uh, with the with the wide right against the Giants. They were a much better team than the, than the Giants. Yeah. Uh, but the other two, the other Super Bowls, Washington was a juggernaut, and then the Dallas Cowboys were the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they the, yeah. the best rebuild in the history of sports. So anyway, that's that's all we got for today. Unless you want anything, you want to add anything to that uh, to that list of headlines. We're nope. uh, we're keeping it short. Not bad. Not that's bad. right around the half hour mark. Yeah. We're going out to some fun music. Yes. Got a new truck. Put the sunroof open. It's and nice. I was listening to like. 90s hip hop and some of the songs that come on just the nostalgia ah, play it alright everybody be out there be safe due diligence in terms of your health Let's get through this. Sports will be back soon. Enjoy Mace. All up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck. Peach all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut. Ship Chris, fit it up. Hose rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big man. Get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tune. Why you stand on the wall? Hand on your balls. Lighting up drugs. Always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of gold, baguettes in my rose, wreck shows, collect those extra O's. By the heat, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state, come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. Whether from the ex friend, intellect, or bins, let's begin. Bring this BS to an end. Come on.